Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's Gustia Diaries! Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I am your host, Bethany Garcia. I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host, Anthony. Hola. We are so excited to be welcoming an incredible guest. Everyone welcome Kylie Kadich to the pod. Hi, Kylie. Hello. We're so excited to have you here. I've just a little intro for like the two of us. I've been following you for like, I don't know, four years, maybe more. I feel like since you were like under 100K followers on Instagram, like I'm I'm a OG like fan for real. And then we got to meet last that. year when we came to Utah. And I think you were like a week postpartum with Esty and you came out and had dinner and it was so fun. So, but you guys didn't meet, right? You and Anthony? I, no, yeah, I, I've never met Anthony. Oh my gosh. Hello. Well, nice to meet you. So I'm <laughs> excited because I was telling Bethany, you're like my uh, influencer spirit animal. Like you are what I aspire to be. Now, <laughs> Bethany's really in tune that with that is the best compliment. <laughs> but she's really in tune with social media and all these other people. My feed is sports and like rap music. That's pretty much all I see. So when you know a few weeks back, we're kind of going through. Okay, th- here's who we've got lined up. We're going through who you are. We're looking at your at your feed, your your pages, and I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. Like that's what I want to do. You know, because I'm a stay at home husband parent i kind of want to tackle a lot of things myself but it's a very like home renovations right painting the room and and things of that nature (laughs) and it's but it's a scary thing renovations (laughs) please come renovate our whole house so i was watching your stuff and i was like wow if she can do it i think that i can learn to do it so i'm a little inspired i'm I'm excited for this conversation because like i said you are my social media spirit animal but can you take us back? I think I read something on your website. It all started with a camera, your yes, journey into yeah. social media and who you are today. Can you take us back there? Because kind of like yourself, Bethany, the Garcia Diaries started with a camera. Yeah, <laughs> like, in a different yeah. way. In a different way. But <laughs> so the stories are kind of similar in that aspect. Can you take us back to the beginning? Yeah, because I feel like you've had like a whole evolution to now you're like everyone's obsessed with you so like take us back to how you started your platform and did it just start as like a hobby or were you just like a photography page or like what was it yeah it just started as a hobby I have always loved photography and bringing my camera absolutely everywhere with me and with this was probably like 2018 with social media on the rise more people sharing photography I was so inspired to really learn photography so at the time I was a special education teacher and I would just do photos on the weekend. And I would have clients. Like I never took photos of me. I was just doing client work. And then I was like, I want to get in these photos because I was seeing people online share like their travel vlogs and their like content of themselves. And it was more of like a personal brand and not just photography brand. And I was super into it. I was like, I want to try that. 
And so I would take my husband on the weekends and I would like test shoot him and like get all the things right, like how I would shoot a client. And then I would hop in front of the frame and then I would share that. And that's kind of how it started. Like social media started with just photography and me like cosplaying a travel vlogger that actually was only in Utah and like (laughs) not actually traveling. And that's that's how it started. I remember those posts of like Alex doing the same exact pose and like everything as you, as you and then you would like swipe and it would be you doing it. And it's it was hilarious and that's <laughs> yes. I think that's what also always drew me to you was that you're like you look at your page and it's like okay, another perfect blonde white woman living in Utah like okay, like we've seen it before. But you're so funny and like I'm always laughing when I'm like looking at your page or I was, we were looking at your, I was showing him one of your like series on TikTok this morning and we were like cracking up in the car and I'm like, she's so funny, real, relatable. And I feel like you don't get a lot of those things from most people that are like, you know, picture perfect. You have the picture perfect like aspect where it's inspiration when I'm like scrolling through your feed. But then you have these things mixed in where it's like, oh, my gosh, I feel connected to her because she's like a real human being. And I think that's kind of like mm. unicorn vibes in the social media world, like that not too many people can do both. So good job on that. Gosh, but well, how do you do it? Is, how do you do it? Well, this is recorded so that I can re-listen to that every morning. Um, that's like the nicest thing you could ever say. Thank you so much. I think Utah is a really weird culture. And I think Arizona is similar in mm-hmm. some ways. But everyone is very, like, picture perfect. And I I love aesthetics and making things perfect, but mm-hmm. I also don't feel like I fit in all the way with a lot of those things. And so it's been really fun being able to, like, use a video now that social media has yeah. gone to more video because I feel like I'm able to really be more myself. And thank you for that compliment because I think it's been a good way for people to show, like, more depth to themselves than yeah. just what meets the eye in a photo. Yeah, no, I love that. So how did that transformation happen from, you know, sharing, like, your photography, yeah, I guess, so like, the, these, all the pictures that you guys were taking, like, the super cool, like, movement. Those were my favorite ones, like, the movement well, pictures. All Me going, <laughs> I love like, it. It's a photo shoot. <laughs> And then to now you're like, I I mean, over a million followers on TikTok and you're renovating your home and like you almost it's like kind of like a reality show almost like how you're doing it. And I told Anthony, I was like, I want to paint our room dark green now. Like, sorry, we just redid it, but I'm going to redo it again. Yeah. Like Bethany said, 2018, you you have a, a, a job outside of social media, a career. When did it really start to to kind of take off? And are you still a teacher to this day? Or are you full-time into the social media mom life dig? Yeah, I, I'll answer both of those. So the, the, the transition really started in 2019. Um, I realized that people made money from social media. I literally didn't know that was a thing. I thought these girls were all just like stay-at-home moms, like doing this doing this stuff for fun. And then I was like, Oh, people make money. So I was like, oh, I could actually make this my job. So I started taking it more seriously. And then I quit my job in 2019 and started to do brand deals and like make that my stream of income. Okay. And then I transitioned to doing this stuff. Really, SD is the reason. I feel like if it weren't for SD, none of this would have happened because it all started with her nursery. 
I wanted, I was like in nesting mode and I wanted to make her a cute little nursery. I started styling it. I hated it. And my, my photography brain was like, it can't be ugly. Like I'm going to take cute pictures in here. How am I going to take cute pictures with this fugly little crib and white walls? (laughs) Like I hated it. And so it all started with me getting in like nesting mode and wanting to make that room really special. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I was addicted. I fell in love. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Like we had hired out people to literally change our lights before, hang blinds. Like we hired out everything because we were so afraid to do it ourselves. And then tackling this nursery and wanting to make it really special for her and, and, and making it a place that like I felt really proud of too, that started it all. And now I'm addicted and it's, I love it. yeah. I, I agree. So, you know, we'll, Bethany will buy some item and she'll be like, hey, let's just task rabbit it so they can build it. And I'm like, yes, oh, yeah. yes that saves time. But when this guy is, you know, putting together my daughter's, let's just say dresser, right? He's not yeah. doing it with the same love and compassion. He's like, it matters the you know, love every, you put into every it. Every time I turn the screwdriver, I'm doing it with love, knowing, hey, this is going yeah. to be in my kid's room. They may climb Your on it. They may something. color on it. So I feel like I take a little bit more pride when I build something. But she's just like, okay, well, but for at the, the same time, we just redid our older daughter's rooms. And by redo, I mean we hired someone to put up wallpaper and I got them a new bedspread. <laughs> but... I I told, I told Anthony, like, can you hang these things for me? Like, they're little shelving things on the wall that I was going to put cute things on. They've both fallen. They've both fallen since. So we should have task rabbited it. In my defense, this was a Friday. On Fridays, our kids go to school from 8 to 12. They get a, a half day every Friday. So... For some reason, Beth chose a Friday to put it all like, together. Let's redo it all so today. <laughs> two rooms. So really, this goes back to Bethany. Yeah, it's and all she my should fault. Should have done it on a Monday. Now, yeah, I could have. You know, fault. I should have put the anchor <laughs> a little bit. I could have done better, but I was pressed for time. But I want to go back to oh 2019. <laughs> what or maybe 2019? What did that conversation look like with your partner when you were like, "Hey, I want to step away from what I'm doing and." commit to this full-time what did that look like I'm always interested when it comes to because your husband is he just like a regular guy or is he like a social media personality he's just a regular okay. guy because I like to he's think actually, of myself as a regular guy as well so I, I, you know what is it what yeah. did that conversation look like for you for you two yeah and that's been like a whole other transition too as I've done this because now I do everything myself and he used to be doing all with me okay so 2019 um he's always been so supportive like, I, I can't remember how that exact conversation went, but I feel like he was just like, yeah, go for it. I feel like he knows that I'm someone that will just make something work, even if I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just, that's like just part of who I am. Like, I I will figure it out. Like, I will go work at a coffee shop if I need to, to like keep, keep income coming, but I want to pursue this dream. Okay. And So I think he just totally put trust in me. I don't remember exactly how it went, but he was like, go for it. And then poor guy, he had to dedicate every freaking weekend to every freaking weekend, (laughs) every weekend to me Um, because he works. He is a recruiter for a company. He works a nine to five. And then on the weekends, it was like, okay, so you now do not get a weekend. (laughs) You are my employee. And he did that for me for years and so grateful for that because 
I, without him, I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have, at least. It wouldn't have worked the way... Nothing would have worked out the same without him. And so, yeah, he had to make a huge time sacrifice for me and definitely takes a toll on a marriage working with a spouse. Mm-hmm. You guys seem like you have it figured out. No. But it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's so hard. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's so hard. So, it's so hard. And so those years of our marriage were hard and... Yeah, he trusted me totally with the business piece, but he had to sacrifice a lot. Yeah, and then you add kids into it, and it gets even more, like, you know, complicated, especially if you're both working and chasing goals. But, I mean... Yes. First first of all, <laughs> Esty is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And Okay, your babies? Every time I see them, I'm like, they are... They deserve to be on the cover of Zara. They are the most beautiful little babies. So for those people who aren't familiar with Esty, just just to put Esty as your kid, correct? Yes. All right. Just how old is she now? She's twenty months. Twenty months. Oh my god, she's almost two. That's crazy. Almost two. Well, fast forward a a bit. Esty's nursery. You want to create a safe space, something you're proud of. Um, Let's talk about your background in carpentry painting um yes yeah with a with a power drill all of that where were prior to the nursery what had you done with tools and remodel etc uh literally nothing <laughs> i had never even changed a light bulb i think i said that in my first episode and people were like you privileged a little brat <laughs> and i'm like i know i fully am aware like I just have had truly done nothing. I found these tools in our garage. They were a birthday present for my husband in like 2016 that had just never been touched. <laughs> had no idea what I was doing, like fully winged the entire thing. And I think that if I didn't do it that way, I don't know if it would have worked out because I started to realize that people kind of wanted to see that I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was unscrewing things with like a butter knife because I couldn't figure out how else to do it. Like, like people were like, this girl is deranged. Like she has no idea what she's doing. Did you get any like backlash or hate from that? And, or did it like more so help, you know, boost you? You know, I mean, I think hate is kind of a, it's kind of relative um, because like what I might consider hate, someone else might not. Uh, I don't feel like it got a lot of hate. It got a lot of criticism on some of my techniques, but I don't care about that stuff. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, tell, tell me more about how I did this wrong. Like I, it doesn't bother me. Um, but I definitely got a lot of criticism on how I was doing things and like how I was going about this process. And, um, yeah. And it kind of fueled me. I was kind of like, Oh, just wait. It's going to be good. Like in the end, it's going to yeah. be good. You have to trust me. So is um, is, it, is yeah. it fair to say that early on you think a lot of people kind of watched in hopes that maybe you would fail or that would be a disaster? Uh, there's or a maybe w- just like entertainment, you know? There's like, a word. And I, yeah, I, I can't girl, think of it. This girl's trying. Right. Girl. Like you follow someone, <laughs> you know but you don't what? really like them and you're preying on their downfall, yeah. but you you're still follow them because you want to see and be nosy. Because I remember seeing comments and I was like annoyed for you. You probably don't even see them because there's like so many notifications. But I was like, they are really like out here trying to like put her down. And then when you did like the grand reveal, I was like in your faces. Look how amazing it is. But my favorite thing was like 
using the makeup sponges and the nail file as like your power tools, like hilarious. And also I feel like it you're almost like trolling yourself a little bit. So it also gives you kind of like a pass for the criticism because it's like you're like, I know, like, I know <laughs> I'm learning. I know. It's it's so funny. I feel like when you kind of own those things, people stop uh, like taunting you. Like when yeah. you kind of own the things that people hate, uh, they hate it less mm. when it's just kind of like, yeah, I know I'm bad at this. Like people are like, oh, so we can't gossip about how bad you are at this yeah. anymore. Yeah. Right. Like you already are aware. Yeah. When you, um, when you show that it doesn't like, affect you, it's kind of like, all right, like with Bethany, yeah. it affects her. So I think people just kind of say outlandish dumb stuff to her because we've come on our platform and talked about like hey it does kind of affect her and so I think people just oh, yeah. say and stuff that's normal it affects me too I think that these things have not because it's so like removed if someone were to be like you're the ugliest little mole rat I've ever seen that might hurt my feelings okay. but like when someone's like cool screwdriver I'm like yeah okay <laughs> like it just like whatever like, I love it I think that it's so normal to have things that are sensitive and like the things that probably upset you are very valid and very real just like if someone were to tell you like it's just like so I'm so detached from it almost and then I also have a rule that like once the videos hit a million views it's in God's hands yeah. I it's none of my business what those comments say I like it is that. none of my business People can say whatever they want. I don't read them. Like, it's just, it's reached too big of a, of right. a pool at that point. Yeah. And people can be so mean when they don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so once it's gone like viral, it's in God's hands. I don't know what it says. I don't want to know. I almost, I don't, I don't care to know. Love that approach too, like with following you is that your content isn't like, here's what I'm doing every day in my life with SD. And it's like, from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep and here's everything we did. It's kind of like, here's a project. Here's a funny thing that I'm going to say. Oh. Here's this or that. So you get the bits and pieces, but I still feel like there's a lot of privacy for your daughter, which Thank you. is not the norm, I feel like, nowadays Wait, with I, social media. I know we're going here because we kind of pregame, but I have a question back to the, the – oh. we'll get there. Oh, okay. Back to the to the hard, dirty work. <laughs> All right. Yes, it's, yes. It started. You you started at the bottom, like Drake. Um, what were the resources that you used to learn? Be, okay, because so we 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 got yeah. a house and it was a it was a remodel, a total flip. It looked great. They did a lot of great things. But what are we? Two years now. Oh, a year and a half. A yeah. year and a half in, and we're realizing okay, they it looked good, but they didn't really do the best job. Things are starting to splinter, yes. and you know so. Uh, we had someone come and kind of do some patchwork and they were like, hey, you just got to paint this. And I had the paint. So I'm thinking in my head, get a paintbrush, just start to paint. And he's yeah. and he's like, no, you want to get a sander and you want to sand it down. And he, there's like three or four steps to paint this little two inch by two inch patch. And I'm like, oh, wow, like I, I'm not a painter. So I would like I said, I would have just paint brush right into the bucket, right to the wall. What were the resources that you used to actually make sure that you were doing the job correctly? And yeah. so that I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm so he's like, so I can look it up. After right. This. Like I said, I'm, yes. I want to learn from you so that way I can go paint the, the patches correctly back home. <laughs> so it's so funny, but uh, 
the haters in my first series, they really taught me a lot. Okay. The, the men that were so upset, they would, they would actually steer me toward things. They'd be like, you need to use primer. You need to use primer. And I was like, I don't know if I do. And I would, I would go on YouTube and I would Google it. And I w- I've realized that like that person telling you, you need to sand it before you can, but like with paint, for instance, as long as the base of the paint matches, you don't really need to sand. Okay. So it was things like that, that I would just discover on YouTube. But a lot of it was from people pointing me in those directions by telling me what I was doing wrong and me being like, Oh, is that true? Like, let me go look. Or like, for instance, when I would change my, my lights in my room and they're like, um, you're not turning off the breaker. <laughs> oh, that wow. was one I probably Play should have fire, done. Huh? Like I could have electrocuted <laughs> myself. Yeah. So like I literally would just send it in these videos, like full, just what I thought I should be doing. And then a lot of people would be like, so you could die actually. <laughs> right. And then I'd be like, cool. So I'm going to YouTube that one next time. Thank you. Um, so it's, it's been a lot of people pointing me in the right direction and then just quickly using YouTube or honestly, TikTok as a search engine. Um, like when I was staining wood, I would just be like, how to stain what on TikTok, and I loved watching like a 15 second video on how to do it, and then I'd be like, "Cool, I'm gonna go buy those things." And then that's just awesome. So I, I just gotta it. put my ego down and type it in. Yeah, you gotta type it in. Because I've learned, have, like, yeah, <laughs> I've learned that like so much of it is really, really, truly going for it. Like I would have never have ever thought I would be doing the things I'm doing right now. And don't worry about doing it perfect. Just worry about getting started. And I, I think you learn so much, just like with anything along the way, like my rooms now are so much better than the rooms I did in the beginning. And I do them so much faster. I do them so much, but that's also how I learn. I don't know. I'm very like a hands-on learner. I, I have never read a book in my life. Like I don't want to like study things. I want to just do it and figure it out. And that's just how I learn. And so that's how I've gone about these rooms. So I think taking whatever your learning style is and applying it is probably a good way to do it. I love it. I like that. So to I know a lot of your stuff is like to the girls, to and you said a lot of men, you got a lot of they were just hating on you. What yeah, advice men are would, my haters? What <laughs> advice would you give? See, like like me, I'm a man and you know, as a man you're supposed to know these things and you're supposed to know how to do all these manly things around the house. I don't really know. So, like, what advice would you give me as, like, you know, you're a female, you did it. But me, like, I, I'm going to, I would love to go down your lane, like you said, with the hand, just kind of block go it for out. It. Like, my husband, my husband is probably, you're actually uh, more manly than my husband because my husband has no interest in this at all. He is task <laughs> rabbit. He, he, the other day, he called freaking Junk King to throw away boxes. <laughs> I was like, Alex, you, you couldn't go throw away the boxes. He goes, no, I called junk king. <laughs> <laughs> See, at, at one point, you know, when I was before, before yes. I stopped working, I, I like to think of, I was pretty hands on, you know, but since Bethany's really just kind of turned me into a homebody, I'd much rather fold some laundry and watch a Netflix Reality show TV than show. <laughs> build yes. something. So I'm, I want to get yes. back into that, but also, you know, like, like you do think, Things around the house, things that are going to benefit me, the kids' room, you know, so. Yeah, and it makes your life, like, I, I didn't really realize how much it would affect affect me and my mood, being in a space that I truly love. Like, it sounds really superficial, but being in a being in a space that you're really proud of and you feel really comfortable in, it's improved my life beyond. So I think taking a room in your house right now that just makes you feel a little uncomfortable 
whether it's because it's cluttered or like it's just not the right, like it doesn't give you that right feeling, just start taking little projects on. I always say start with paint because paint is like the easiest transformation and the biggest transformation. But like challenge yourself to paint one of those rooms and then send it to me because I want to see. Challenge accepted on his behalf. Yeah, Do it, please. I can only imagine how rewarding it is to kind of see a vision come to life. Um, but, oh, it feels so good. But the fact that you were able to do it yourself. Um, and I, I think that's just yeah. another level of self. Like just, all right, I, I, I mean, Bethany is the queen of putting things together and having a vision and executing. So I, I don't know. I think one of my goals, maybe 2024, is whatever one of her vision is, is I execute it. <laughs> we all get some brownie points. Yes, you know. yes. Oh, I love that. So uh, Bethany and I have some questions as far as uh, motherhood. Um, yeah. I read something. I'm not going to name the source because Bethany hates this site. But it was like someone saying we love the way that uh, you balance motherhood and your career. It seems like. Did you look her up on Reddit? I don't, I don't oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Listen, I'm going <laughs> All sources. And I've never. I can't. I can't look myself. Was it nice? Were there nice things about me? It was. It was. Yes, I was very shocked because I, I looked cannot, at the follower so account. I, I looked at the numbers. Never look at, I could never. never look at I have the whole never, app. Never, never, never. The website blocked on my phone. I if someone sends me a link, I can't even open it. It's all. Just tell me it was nice. You can even lie. You can just no. It was like so. Right. So what I'm saying is, it was just pretty much saying the person loved how. Obviously, social media is curated and everyone, you can put on a front. But they were just saying, it seems like you've found the perfect balance between, you know, your home life and your profession. And it was something along the lines of even the pictures of you and your your kid. It's like someone else is taking the picture. It's not you with the phone um, in their like face. It was, it was, it was really good. Um, I was really Thank shocked you. because nice. someone, you know, most people with the, the follower count, the numbers that you have, it's it's always a mixed, uh, super mixed or, or mainly bad. They're, they were really good on your end. But how how can you how do you balance it? How do you still? Yeah, I was going to say I wanted to add this that you did a Q&A a while ago. A while ago. Uh, can I not talk? You did a Q&A a while ago. <laughs> And you talked about how you guys have like certain phone times and you don't like being on your phone at all around SD and that like really inspired me. So how did you guys decide Mm -hmm. that and what is your like rule of thumb for, you know, social media and being on your phones? Yeah. Well, this style of content has really, really saved like my marriage, my family, because like what you said, it's a project. So I'm heads down for a certain amount of time, knowing that that time will come to an end. So we do have a nanny and that's like a massive, massive privilege that I understand is, I understand like what a privilege that is. Um, But in the morning, she's here every morning from eight to one. And during that time is like heads down. That is when I work because from one till bedtime, I am all Estes and it's been such a good, um, clear uh, separation for me between work and life. And then with the projects, it's like during that time, I hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm with her. And then I hustle again at night. Um, And it's just been so nice to be able to have those, that separation. So when I'm with SD, we do have a no phone rule because it's really easy for me to check my phone all the time. 
And I just know how I feel when I'm with a friend and they're checking their phone. And she's getting to the age now where she'll notice that. And it's just really important to me to make sure she knows that, like, I'm all hers when I'm there. And so I I work, 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 and then I'm done. And then I put away my phone. I don't see my phone until bedtime. And then um, after bedtime, I'm I'm back again. And I'll be posting and sharing and commenting and all the fun things. But it's really improved. It's actually made motherhood a lot easier for me. I thought it was going to be really hard. But I've noticed that when I'm like more when I'm more present with her, I don't feel like I'm doing that, like juggling a thousand things at once that makes motherhood hard. Yeah. In fact, I told someone the other day, motherhood's actually, I mean, you guys have a million kids, so this is not true for you, I'm sure, because you're juggling constantly. But when I just have one, the hard part for me isn't necessarily being her mom, but it's the juggle of being a good mom, a good, a good like worker, a good wife, a good friend. But when I'm just, when I started to do this, all I have to do when I'm with her is be her mom. That's it. And it's so easy. It's so easy because all I have to do is be with her. And yeah. so it's actually made my life a lot easier not having to juggle so many responsibilities at once. Um, but again, like I know that doing this is just such a massive privilege because the only reason I'm able to do this is because I have a nanny in the morning and I just, I wouldn't be able to do it if it weren't for that. But yeah, that separation has been really helpful. It truly takes a village. I mean, we're oh. Bethany got to a point to where she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have to hire someone to help with the kids," and you know, yeah. me being, I was like, "Well, why hire someone when I can just do it full time?" And what are we four years in? Sure. So, yeah. I mean, we totally relate to. Sometimes you gotta go into work mode, and you know, fortunately for us, I'm able to be the nanny. Obviously, we still have a nanny in moments like this when we've got to to get things done together. But, um, yeah, everyone deserves a nanny. I wish that there was like an affordable nanny service. Cause even if I was a full time stay at home mom, the value of having a nanny, it makes you a better parent. Like every parent deserves breaks, right. every single parent. Yeah. It's just, it's so hard. Like, and this is me speaking with only one child, which is so manageable. Like having, having four little babies is like beyond you guys are superheroes truly like I'm amazed with even when people have two kids I'm like you're super <laughs> yeah we had to buy a tv finally yeah absolutely I gotta absolutely. start doing some and you, painting you need six nannies you need you need a staff you need a staff you're gonna hire a chef you're gonna hire I would need a full-ass staff if I had <laughs> five kids you guys are superheroes well how many Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. How many kids do you like, want? Literally. Do you want a house full of no. little babies or are you going to be like, are you like more intentional about like, okay. Like, you are in Salt so Lake. So are yeah. you going with the grain or against the grain? <laughs> We're in Salt Lake, baby. You know what? It's really hard because I, there are days when I look at Esty. I actually would love to ask you guys this. Do you love your firstborn the most? Tell me the truth. They'll never listen. Do I? <sighs> you know what? For me, I had a really hard time connecting with Brooklyn and I've talked about this before but like 
I had really bad postpartum depression and I was only 18 mm. years old and we were had $13 in our bank account. So it was like a really stressful time. And I felt so guilty for like not bonding with her immediately. And then when Harlem was born 12 months later, we still were the same amount of broke and stressed and all that. But I bonded with her the moment they put her on my chest. Like there was mm. an instant connection. So I feel like it's so different child to child. And then also I think what yeah. your body and your mind are going through plays such a big part of it. And my like, I guess, take on this now, 10 years later, almost 11 years later, is that I don't know if I recommend having five kids to people. I have no regrets because I Especially love- Especially not as teens. <laughs> I love all of my kids so much. Zero regrets. I can't imagine not having Ellis. Like, I truly cannot imagine- oh, yeah not waking up to her smile every single day and just everything about her was meant to be. But also yeah. there's so much guilt in knowing that I'm not giving, you know, one-on-one -on -one I can't give one-on-one -on -one attention to every single kid no. every single day. It's actually impossible. Right. There's days where I don't even have a real conversation with my, with one or two of my kids. And like, that is so hard for me to like, you know, I guess deal with, but they're in school from eight to three and then they're, you know, at home from three to seven thirty before they're going to bed. And yeah. in that time it's like all five and it's like, I need this, I need this, and, 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 and there's laundry and we gotta cook dinner and oh my god, ah. and I'm just like so frazzled and then it's like bedtime and then they go to bed and I'm like, Oh my gosh, did I even ask Brooklyn how school was today? Did I even talk to Deuce about this or that? And it's like if you wanna be so intentional and give each kid one on one time and connect with them you can't have five or like, I don't know, maybe there's people that can do it better than we do it, but it is so hard. And it's, it's such a give and take because like with that, job. you're also yeah. giving them, you're yeah. giving them the best childhood because they have that pack. Like those memories, like even if you're not maybe asking them those questions that it's so sweet that you would even feel bad about that. That just says everything about you as a mom, because you're such a good mom, but you're also giving them the experience of childhood within their sibling yeah. bond. And so that's like a thing that I feel like I would lack if I didn't have more. Like SD will never have playmates. Whereas like your yeah. babies have the best playmates. Yeah, they got built-in best friends. Yeah. Yeah. So Which is so beautiful. Beth and I always say no matter what, we think everyone's going to need some form of therapy. It may not be as intense as the therapy that I needed 100%. because of what my parents did. But to answer your question, I think it changes daily. And... Yeah. Like Bethany said, because some days you give more to one kid than the other. You're, you're, it's a short amount of time. But Bethany and I will literally have meetings with each other like, all right, we need to do more for this kid this week or just so that we, mm. we can make sure that every kid was given at some some one on one time, some extra love this week. And we're in a privileged position to where both parents are, you know, she she does the working. But I'm able to when I see that she's got something for work that needs to be done that's carrying over yeah. into family time I can hey let's go to the park let's let's try to do things so that way you guys don't feel like mom is ignoring you or, or doesn't want to be around you when in, in reality it's something she's got to get something done for work so yeah it always changes Alex it, does that a lot for me and it, al it always it's flows, so nice to have that I mean I I couldn't like there was four of us growing up and both my parents worked sun up to sundown and I'm like 
man, like I, I can, we're so blessed and we're in a, a, such a privileged position to where I'm able to dedicate, I can go to the school and volunteer and have lunch and, but I mean, at the end of the day, parenthood, whether you have one or five, I think it's, it's a difficult journey and it's, it's kind of, we're all trying to do the best that we can with, with what we're given. I always wanted a bigger family, but now that I have Esty, it's so hard. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And our life just feels so good right now. Like I just feel like everything feels really manageable. The love I have for Esty is so beyond words. And I am terrified that like I would not feel that with another Mm -hmm. because she just completes me so much. Like I just feel like she's everything I could have wanted. She's perfect. Like my next one will for sure be a double. Like there's no way I can get a perfect one again. No second like, kids no always way. are. <laughs> there's no way that it's going to be my sweet baby Esty again. Cause Esty is love. She is pure love and kindness. She's the easiest baby. She's the sweetest baby girl. And I'm like, there's for sure the next one will be a double. So like, I just am terrified because everything feels so good and you just don't know what you don't know, you know? Yeah. So it's like, do I want another one? Yeah, that's always what I've wanted. But things are so good right now. Like, why? Yeah. You know, so it's hard. It's hard to know. I, I love that, though. It's like, you know, being able to enjoy the moment as you're in it. I feel like a lot of people can't do that. And it's more so looking back and being like, oh, that time was so good. I yeah. loved that time. And being able to be like truly present in the moment as an influencer. That's actually kind of crazy, too, because I feel like we're so like never I I struggle with being in the moment all the time and I'll look back on a memory and I'll be like oh that was so magical but I don't know if I felt that in, in the that moment. moment yeah and how do you how do you choose what to share of your life and your motherhood journey in SD with um in regards to like keeping her privacy still intact and you know being in the moment with her yeah I think that separation thing has been really helpful because I do try to just keep that time between us. Um, And it does help me be a little bit less worrying about other things. Like it helps me be more in the moment. And then in terms of like sharing her, you know, when I first had her, I didn't really know how to navigate that. And then around six months, I started getting this feeling of like, I really want to make sure the people that are following me are here for me. Mm -hmm. And like, if they love SD too, that's so sweet and amazing. But I didn't want someone to be there for her because that wasn't really the intention that I wanted on my page. I wanted people to be there for me. And so I think just sharing things that are like, that I am the star of the show. Like this is like, you're here because you want to follow me. And then you might see, you might see SD now and then, but like, she, she's a, she's a side character. She is not, she's not the show. And I think that has helped me navigate how to share her, when to share her is, um, and I just feel it like internally, like, uh, an example would be on Halloween, I shared, um, how I made her costume and then I shared her. And I remember on November 1st, I felt like just kind of like, Ooh, I'm making this a little bit too much about SD and I don't really like how I'm feeling right now. And so I'm going to like kind of pump some breaks there because I'm just noticing myself feeling a certain way. And so just really being in tune with like how I'm feeling and that's different for everyone. I don't really think there's a right or wrong. It's really about like making sure you're feeling good about it. And that's just where I've set on feeling good. Does that make sense? I know it makes a long winded answer. I love it. That was the, the mailman costume. (laughs) 
yeah, we loved it. Inspired. Mail. Next year, I'm Anthony making costumes. Like, we were watching that earlier, and Anthony was like, she made that? That's crazy. <laughs> He's just so impressed with you. <laughs> uh, so uh, I freaking love you, Anthony. I want to come so, over to your house and do painting with you. <laughs> so I'm really big on giving people their flowers. And one of the first conversations Bethany and I had about you uh, she said something that stuck with me um, because she doesn't really say this that much about people. But she said, mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing, she was born. You can tell she was born to be a mother. And obviously, like I said, social media is curated. You can put what you want. Um, but she kind of and I, I kind of play devil's advocate because I, I always do that. Um, and she kind of stuck to her gun. So, like I said, giving flowers, whatever you're doing, kudos to you because it, it obviously is working out. The the numbers show it's working out. But um, and just talking to you, I can definitely tell that you do put the kids first. And we Bethany and I have conversations all the time. How do we balance? Okay, the kids, and then like Bethany said, she she doesn't want her page to be about the kids or people coming to her page just for the kids or even for me because it totally. is her page and and. Our youngest is three. In 15 years, all of our kids could potentially be gone, you know? So, yeah. Uh, but kudos to you and keep going. But I, I have a question for both of you guys, Bethany and you. You. <laughs> Kylie, sorry. <laughs> Kylie, Kate. Um, also, Bethany, that's the nicest compliment in the world. And I hope you know I feel the same way about you. You are such a good mom. And that is like, th- clap, thank clap you for saying that. for all that, the parents that just do, do the best they the can for their kids. <laughs> Um, but it's I was scrolling so, your Instagram so nice. and you put out a, a call to action for the boys. And it it resonated with me because Bethany and I have had conversations about this. And it was more along the lines of take pictures of your partner, not for likes, not for views, not for content. But just to have, and it's it's funny that I read that recently because Bethany was going through my phone at pictures and she was like, well, when did you take that? Because I will. I'll, I'll just, Aww. she'll hold hands with the kids. And she's like, why don't you send that oh, to yeah. me? And I'm like. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you send it to me? Like, <laughs> I, where was the airdrop? I didn't take it for anything else. You know, 15 years, Aww. we're going to look back at it. But can you guys, both of you, just kind of. Uh, obviously you guys are the influencers, but I, I, there always seems to be like the mom is the one taking the pictures and never in the photos. Like what, why is that? What, what does it mean? Like, how, how does it feel to look back and be like, all right, like, like Bethany said, sometimes you can't really, or you you don't really enjoy things in the moment because of whatever is going on. Um, but that call to action really hit to me, but just for the, for the dads and the partners out there that are usually in the photos, convince them to uh, take the pictures. I think it's that same feeling when Bethany saw that photo and she was like, Oh my gosh. Like it like brought her back to that moment. She wasn't prepared for like that feeling as a mom is so important. And like you said, I think so many dads get that chance because moms just naturally, this is stereotyping, but like typically moms really love capturing those moments and it's something really natural for them. Um, And dads just don't. But that feeling of looking back and being like, God, I loved when I was snuggling her on the couch reading that story. Like that was such a special moment. And moms just don't get that pic captured. They get like that one family photo a year that's like super posed and like probably really stressful to get. Yeah. But those really pure, like truly 
special moments of motherhood. So many moms don't get that opportunity unless they're like you or Alex who think to, to do that. And so I just feel like whenever, like whenever I see a husband that is doing it, I can't thank them enough because that feeling for a woman is so special. And I want more husbands to do it because every mom deserves to have those photos that are like in the moment, truly special. They're just so priceless. Yeah, I agree. Retweet. I don't have anything out of that. (laughs) I'm like, Mike, there there she goes. No, no. Okay. I have one last question for you because sometimes we'll do like confess your sins type things on our episodes with guests. I just want to know a little bit more about your habit of eating chocolate in your sleep (laughs) oh how i'm a psychopath oh um so how well first of all i've i have actually probably thought a little bit too much about this because i just have questions about logistics you know (laughs) you should you should diagnose it because i don't know what this is so i'll see a video and if you don't know i don't know if you know this but It'll be like Alex taking a picture of her in bed. She's covered in chocolate. Her face has chocolate in it. There's a chocolate bar under her. And he's like, how do you like you eat chocolate in your sleep again? And she's like, it's an issue. Like, I don't know. But then also he'll like yeah. kind of, you know, stick a little chocolate bar he here or there. It. For So does he give you the chocolate because you're asking for it? Or are you sneaking out of bed and coming back with it? Or what's going on there? So there, it, there's a lot of layers to this. It first started with some genuine sleepwalking. Like I would wake up covered in it and be like, uh, 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 like there's no memory. Oh my God. But then I kind of probably like a year and a half ago when I was like pregnant, I started realizing the pure joy of being like almost unconscious, but un- enjoying a chocolate. <laughs> it really does something to my brain. It like, it like helps the dopamine receptors like reconnect because it, I get a high from it. So now I start buying chocolate bars for this. Like I'm almost unconscious, but I want to eat it. it. I don't know how to explain it. It's pure euphoria. You have you it. ever um, done mushrooms? <laughs> I have done mushrooms. Yes. That's how I, ima- I imagine that that's what it must feel like. Like it's a similar experience. Like you get into that childlike vibe and you're yeah. just like purely happy yeah yeah <laughs> it's a it. similar shroomy shroomy moment um it's so good you should try it I'm gonna and now I feel like and now I feel like Alex knows that it just actually makes me so happy that he'll he'll slip some in there make it easier for me so that I don't have to walk to the kitchen and then yeah destroy my sheets all the time so what what did it take you to convince him to allow chocolate to be consumed? Because like I'm a like I can't if there's crumbs I can't I'm like yeah, get off the bed we're gonna dust so I, I just Alex he's just Alex perfect is a rare breed of human like I, I literally people will like ask me these things and I'll just tell them and they're like is he a unicorn like what's wrong with him like what Alex truly loves seeing me happy like it could be I could be doing absolutely not appropriate things and if I'm happy he's like that's my girl he he loves it he knows that I get it he knows that I am so happy from that and so he's like go for it go for it queen he's just really a sweet love seeing me happy that's what every girl needs an Alex for sure so I I have one last question he's a good one (laughs) okay um what was one home project that you just kind of got done but it was kind of just a shit show the whole way through and 
maybe I haven't seen every TikTok, but maybe, you know, TikTok didn't really highlight how difficult it was. I would say my bathroom that I, I hand stenciled. And you know what? I kind of hate that bathroom to this day because such pain was endured in that you bathroom. You can feel the trauma. But I walk in there and I'm, I can feel it. I, it's like actually traumatic for me to go in there. I'm sage. Like, I hate this. Like we need to sage it out because I go in there and I'm like, oh, this was hell. This was hell. Like I can't even enjoy it. I'm like, this was actually the worst thing that ever happened to me in this room. And so I don't, I don't like that bathroom. I've like contemplated just painting over it to like get rid of it because I – it was so hard. It was so hard. I don't recommend it. So there's two sides to the blood, sweat, tears. Sometimes it's rewarding. There are, yeah. And sometimes so and then much. And sometimes you're like, I'm going to kill it. blood, yeah. sweat, and tears seep <laughs> into the, the PTSD. Wall. Now you can feel it. I love it. Yeah, wow. you can feel it. You can feel it. You walk in that room and you're like, there's some drama. <laughs> well, whenever you start to release tutorials, whatever it may be, I'm I'm locked in. Come film You're like a, um, you know. I think we should collaborate. Do a course, and you can use our house for sure. A Sir Absolutely. Garcia X Kylie Kadich. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so it. much for coming on and having such a fun conversation. I love you. And if you don't follow I Kylie, you. you I don't. You probably already do, but it's at Kylie Kadich. And when's your podcast coming out, or your book, or your courses, or what? Do, what do you want to promote? <laughs> Oh, you're the best. Um, there's going to be a new room in January. Ooh, a so. new room? Do we get any hints on, is it like an upstairs, a downstairs? Where are we at? It's a surprise. It's a super surprise. All right, well, hey, everyone's fellas, surprise. don't be too prideful. You can learn a thing or two. You can learn a thing yeah, or two from boys. Kylie. It may not be by the book, but <laughs> the results are there. It might there, be with so. a makeup brush, but... <laughs> Makeup brushes are better. I love it. Well, thank you so much, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.